Hello everybody, welcome to We Do Yasha and Other Tales. I'm Sean, that's Lindsay. Lindsay, we're just gonna, we're, we're going, we're just gonna go. We're gonna talk about this episode. We're on a bullet train. You ready? You fucking ready? Okay, here we go. Here we go now. Here, uh, 71, three-sided, battle to the death. What did you think of this episode? Really good. Three-second, three-sided, battle to the death. <laughs> You're throwing me off here. All right, so, <laughs> Onimus. <laughs> oh, you run out of energy? Yeah, <laughs> turns out that's not a good way to start an episode. Monster. I'm not going to drink into the microphone. When I hear it, I want to kill myself. Can't believe I thought that was a good idea ever. But you know what? No tangents. What did I say? We're just going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. We're bullet train. Right, right to... Here we go. I'm so... I'm fired up. Are you ready to talk about this episode? Yes. Inuyasha's been stabbed through the chest by a giant scorpion. <laughs> That's when we left... <laughs> Scorpy Gumo. <laughs> Scorpy Gumo. I forgot how great that was. <laughs> and then uh, Onimusa pulls him closer. Scorpy Gumo. He's pulling him closer by the neck and he's going to kill him. But then he uses the wind scar again. And that works forever. Except it doesn't because <laughs> they just start to reform. Did you think they maybe should have tried a little harder to kill the core? Yeah, like, Moroku was like, Inuyasha, use the wind scar. It'll work this time. But I feel like he just wanted to, like, observe. He did it to test the theory. Yeah, and it's I was like, like, well, don't tell him it's gonna work. Just say, wait, I think I know, use the wind scar again. I think I saw something. And then I thought he was gonna walk over to it and slap a charm on it or hit it with his magic stick. Or... He's like, no, that lump over there. <laughs> Now you let's watch it that. reform, even though you're getting tired. <laughs> you know, it seemed to me, because there was a lot of talking in the previous episode, that they were stalling after that whole cave scene to finish the episode, because they couldn't fit all of this in. And this episode has a little bit of that, where they have a really slow kind of standoff where uh, Scorpy Muso keeps... Regenerating? Yeah. Did I say that name right? That's why I was Oh, pausing. no, yeah, no, it was oh, okay. perfect. I'm like losing my mind here, but here we go. Bullet train. Um, we're gonna keep talking. <laughs> so the yeah, this the spider on the back is what clues Moroku into maybe that's the heart of all of this, and everything else is reforming around it. So he fails to convey all of that to Inuyasha in time for another strike. Yeah. Before it reforms a third time, I think, and. Um, once Inuyasha is clued in on it, he's like, alright, I'm gonna aim right for the center, and then Kagura comes by and stops it. Ah. Bitch. And then... Meddling little Kagura. Mm-hmm. And her little dog, too. <laughs> I don't know, I thought that was cute. She just went, boop. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interference is what that is. And then the bees come by and just pick up the heart and fly it away. Yes. So, and so then they're like, oh, Naraku must want him. Mm -hmm. Why does he want that core so bad? They were a little too savvy about this. It seemed like they didn't have enough information to know this, but it's more for the audience's benefit of, you should be thinking about this. Why does Naraku want the core so bad? So they split up our group. Roku and Inuyasha are going to give chase, while Sango and Shippo watch the others. Did it seem to you they would have been super easy to kill 
Kagura had just turned around and attacked them. <laughs> While the two strongest characters were running off in the opposite direction. That wasn't her mission. I... No, it wasn't. <laughs> that seems like a really dumb move on Naraku's part. Kagura, turn around and make sure that those people are dead. Every single one of them. That's what Shippo gonna do. Turn into a horse. <laughs> yeah, he could have. <laughs> I guess Shippo could have turned into a horse and ran Kagome back to the well while Kaede fired her ineffective arrows. Kagura. Yeah. Even Onimusa was just like, meh. Oh, uh, Kagura used the Fujin to block. I had to relook that up. I don't think they translated it. But I think ten episodes ago. Yeah, she didn't ago. Like, really say anything. She's just like, whoop. It's the one that means wind god or something. She's calling on the power of the gods. I've mentioned that before. Yeah, but I think Fu means wind. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So our gang speculates, but Onimuso, he's back at the lake. Very naked, very human. With strategically muddy pants. Mm-hmm. Don't get and this. abs. Yeah, I mean, he looks as good as Naraku does in his human form naked. But I don't think Naraku's sexy anymore because I saw him <laughs> as a creep show monster in that basement. That's like the equivalent of you reading that the, the gunslinger was stabbed in the butt with a fork yeah. in that Stephen King book. Yeah. It's weird, our thresholds for what we find sexy. He's just not cool anymore because it's humiliating getting stabbed in the butt with a fork. Exactly. Thank you. And it's gross. Not worth finishing the book for. <laughs> Is that the final book? No, it's the first book. Okay, I was going to say. Like, not even going to continue the rest of the yeah, series. Yeah, no, I got 70 pages into this magnum opus. <laughs> I went, oh, no. Fork in the butt. Deal breaker. Well, I don't think any of Stephen King's main characters are particularly heroic in the way that like a hero would be like an empowerment kind of way i think he gives them all just kind of weird what am i thinking of weaknesses or he does that where he kind of kneecaps them and it's like oh you get stabbed in the butt with a fork but that just could be him on drugs as well the various opiates that he takes in the 80s and he's got obsessed with his butt for a while that's where the book Dreamcatcher came from but you know what we're not going to talk about that, are we? Because that I, I am, I am on fire here. I'm just like, gotta go fast. Sonic the Hedgehog, talking Onimuso at the lake. Naraku shows up and says, what, "What's going on? How are you? By the way, I let you out too early. Uh, come back into my body." There's that Facebook group, Anime Without Context, that I want a screenshot of the captions where Naraku says something like. Uh, I won't keep you inside me for any longer than necessary. Great thing to say out of context to somebody. I am not a pervert. But here we go. Uh, what happens next? I'm looking at my notes here. It's hard to keep talking this fast. Oh, gosh, no. My notes don't make any sense either. Because I was like, abs. Why are they calling him Muso when everybody knows he's Onigumo? And then I go, lots of butt in this episode. Yeah, there is. And also, why is Naraku wearing his pelt like that? It's like an off-the-shoulder <laughs> ball gown or something. 
I've been trained now to think that he was just a demon puppet because he's wearing that pelt, and I was waiting for that thing to get destroyed, and then I'd have to go back and count and make sure that this was really the 11th or the 12th or whatever. Or the 27th. Or the 27th, depending on whose list you go by. Because you know what? We don't even know if Onimuso is the 5th or the 6th or the 7th creation. So maybe I'm just a bad person to let count things. <laughs> Naraku says... You were out too early. What else is he? Oh, he informs him of Kikio's whereabouts, that she's been resurrected and she's like a clay woman. He doesn't say that, but says she's not the same as she used to be. I would love for you to go and possess her, but I can't grant you that wish because you are the mother doe or the CEO of our company and we need you to create the iPod. Are we on a tangent? We are on a tangent, <laughs> but I think Sorry. we're talking so fast about it. <laughs> There. Okay. Okay. Chain. Everybody, shut up. Shut up. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, Onimuso, he dodges the tentacles because he doesn't want to go back <laughs> inside of Naraku. He wants to find Kikyo. He does. Because he loves now her. Now that he remembers, it's Kikyo. And she's back. Yeah. He doesn't know that she's a clay woman with a bunch of bones in her. But there you go. <laughs> he wants to put... Okay. No, I'm not making that joke. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but Inuyasha shows up without Moroku. So Moroku yeah. was not running as fast <laughs> as he's his normal. Tired. <laughs> he's tired from all that thinking he's doing. All that watching the Onimuso, the Scorpi Muso reform. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Onimuso is pinned against the tree when Inuyasha Oh, arrives. yeah. Very uh, compromising position. <laughs> Presenting, if you will. <laughs> and being penetrated. Oh, <laughs> so he's no longer cool in your mind. <laughs> well, I guess he was like being stabbed through his back. But... Oh, it's the butt that really just bothers you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Onimusa uses his opportunity to run off. Yep. And... Which confused me at first, because I went, wait, this episode's called a three-sided battle to the death. I should mention that, that I didn't know what the three sides were going to be. I thought, because Kagura interfered, that she was going to come into the fray and start fighting. And they were all going to fight. Uh, I didn't know Naraku was actually going to show up. That he was just going to watch all this from and afar. That was going to be him. But Naraku tells Kagura to follow her brother. And she's just pretty much just watching this whole thing oh, unfold yeah. and being like... She is doing nothing unless she's told. Like, she watches him run off. And she's like, huh, running away. And Naraku's like, follow him. Well, I'm afraid to do anything unless you tell me because you locked me with fire chains, sir. But okay. Follows him and then Onigumo just turns around and yeah. runs back. I guess he was overconfident. It's like, yeah. I, I better I kill that he guy. figured, hey, while he's fighting him, I could just sneak in and kill him. But Moroku finally shows up and is like, I'm here to help. <laughs> I guess you're weak without Onigumo and Naraku says now nah, look at me and then Onigumo stabs him through the heart and everybody thinks he succeeded except for me yeah <laughs> and everybody Naraku's watching like, uh, thank you <laughs> this is perfect so I'm guessing this was the three sided battle to the death it's really short uh, yeah even the preview from the previous episodes, like, oh no, what's going to happen? This is all equally matched. 
but no. Yeah, no. He came in, stabbed him, and then all of a sudden, he's, I mean, it really lasted. Pirates of the Caribbean had a better three-sided battle. It's true. In the second movie. Although that went on for a bit too long. Oh, the second movie. I was thinking of the first one. Oh, what was the first one? I was with, um, well, I guess... Orlando Bloom was doing other things, Will Turner, but it was like Barbosa v. Mm. Sparrow, and then uh, Will Turner was also there. Turner versus Derek Mears. <laughs> Who do you want to win? Derek Mears. Of course you do. You like the tall ones. So speaking of that dick, uh, Oni Muso comes back and stabs. Uh, <laughs> I can't start off that way. I'm gonna cut that out. What am I doing? Oni Muso comes back. He stabs Naraku. Naraku says, "Thank you. This is what I wanted." He's trying to say, "How do you like it?" Naraku liked it. <laughs> he liked it very much and said, "Thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna eat you like that creature in the thing, and open up my chest and just cut your arms off." And then he reabsorbs. Uh, Kagura is pretty horrified. She says, is that what awaits me? I really better uh, get mine. I'm just going to stand behind you for the rest of this time. If that's cool. <laughs> yeah, she looked terrified the rest of the scene. As Moroku decides to have a little tea time with <laughs> um, Naraku and ask him a bunch of questions about. And I'm like, oh my god, Moroku, what are you doing? I thought this was smart, though. He did get the information that he wanted, which was, did Kagura tell Naraku what's up? Turns out she didn't. So maybe he's maybe thinking... Naraku is playing dumb. Mm, Not to show his cards, but we... I no, mean, we really know she hasn't told, but... Yes. Maybe he's also considering... Uh, maybe they have a secret ally. Yeah, well, I think they had even said, like, that doesn't mean she's on our side just because she hasn't told him. Doesn't yep. mean she's our friend. She's killed so many and tried to kill us so many times, and Koga hates her. Where was Koga this whole we time? We never invite her to game night. <laughs> she seems like a sore <laughs> loser, too. She'd flip the board over. No. Maybe eh. Yasha, maybe. Oh, definitely. <laughs> He'd be that guy we'd have to let win a couple times so they'd keep playing with us. <laughs> and Shippo we'd have to keep explaining the rules to. Yeah. And he would, like, he'd be a sore winner, Shippo. Oh, yeah. We were going to get this episode in okay, under 20 train. minutes. Bullet train! Oh. I wasn't too late. It's solar powered and it's cloudy, so it's slowing down. <sighs> so, Moroku's figure it out what he's needed to. And Inuyasha says, shut the fuck up. You're going to reveal it. But Naraku appears not to know. But he also Yeah, but he knows that Inuyasha's got a week, period. Just not which day. Not when. Yeah. yeah. And Naraku can pick the day. Oh, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Inuyasha's like, bullshit. Mm -hmm. And he's like, nope, I can't. Because I'm made up of a bunch of demons. And while he does that, he cuts out the weak parts and makes the strong parts stronger. Yeah. So... Naraku's like time of the month is a period of self-reflection. <laughs> so he does that, and then uh, Inuyasha tries to kill them. <laughs> and yes. A super strong but, barrier. Yeah. So 
sounds like tests I need to Oh, well, the next episode is some Todasai nonsense. I know that much. <laughs> and some sort of uh, second apprentice? Or yeah. a, another student? Looked like a, a mean version of Shippo. Oh, really? I didn't see. <laughs> oh. I just listened. That's funny. It's a, a little small. Oh, that's disappointing. Animal child. I was hoping it, someone who looks exactly like Inuyasha. Oh, I found out that Shippo means tail. Oh, there you go. Yeah. His tail is always visible whenever he uh, tries to seduce Inuyasha as Kagome. <laughs> which has maybe happened once, but still. Maybe twice. Oh, right. But in my head, multiple times. <laughs> no, no, no. Chippo's one true love is... What's her name? From four episodes ago. <laughs> whose name I forgot. Let's look it up. Chippo's one true love is... Soten. Oh, really? Not the stone flower chick? Nah. She's not interested. She's not interested, but he's interested. No, but... I mean, Soten... He didn't seem interested in Soten. Soten would overpower him. Okay. And make him. Oh, yeah. Be my husband, she'd say. Yeah, she'd have some elaborate trap. Oh, this is getting too hot for me. Anyway. <laughs> moving on. Remember when I insisted I wasn't a pervert? So they disappear in a miasma cloud, and Kikyo watches from far away. And yeah, her... she really did nothing. Oh, very good. Oh, so we're almost there. Okay. But all of her soldier buddies are, Lady Kikyo, are you all right? They really love her. Yeah. And she likes them. Yeah. She likes taking care of these random people. Yeah, I think it makes her feel good. She's atoning, probably, for failing so yeah. long ago. Kagome, who did good by staying out of this whole thing, yeah, yeah. tends to Inuyasha's wounds as an excuse to touch his naked body some more. Moroku stays on task and doesn't hit on anybody and says, you know, this is what we've learned. We should be quicker at killing the core of <laughs> somebody's weakness. Before it goes back into the mother dough. I mean, I've played Doom 2016, but anyway... <laughs> Moving on, let's talk about the best scene in this episode, where on the way out to get her stuff from the well, Kagome sees the stars, and Inuyasha comes out, and they look at the stars together, and it's super sweet. Yeah, he we, doesn't see what the big he's like, just stars. And she goes, no, you can't see him like this from my time. You need to appreciate moments like this, Inuyasha. So they enjoy it together. Mm -hmm. I think he really does go, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Kikyo is seeing the same stars. <laughs> oh, don't 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 do that to me right now. She's looking at the same stars, wondering what she's longing for. Probably the weakest I've ever seen her is that she's being honest with herself. She knows she's Kikyo, quote unquote, but not quite her. She said that before, but she doesn't understand what this longing feeling is. And it fades to Kagome and Inuyasha. And this was so Smiling. smart. Oh. And this is where I'm conflicted on who to ship here. Because I do believe the love is classic and deep with Kikyo and Inuyasha. And I don't think anything will ever erase that. But... Inuyasha's making new memories with Kagome 
which is so hard to compete with. And she's been so good for him. Yep. Like, I don't... Th- if Kikyo and Inuyasha watched the stars together, it wouldn't have been the same as Inuyasha and Kagome watching the stars. Maybe not, because something else needs to come in to make them appreciated. Neither one of them would have had that idea to look at the stars. I think they would have just kind of been stoically looking quietly together whereas with Kagome they're smiling and they're looking and like amazed Yeah, I don't think it would have been like as fun with Kikyo and I'm realizing even even that big breakthrough that they had 50 years ago was accidental that she tripped and embraced so yeah something needed to grow between them and it seems like Kagome is being the arbiter of, oh, let, let's have a moment here. Let me hold your hand. Let me do this. Let me do that. Uh, and I do want to go back to Kikyo, just staring alone yeah. at and, the stars. And her little soul carriers. Yeah. Almost make a heart, but don't quite. Yeah. Maybe. I know. My note for this was just a sad face. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were on Dearest. Oh, no. Whatever. I think I like every heart better. A fan of either. Can't wait for Come My Way. Okay. And then there's also Coco Moco Madumo. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> the current. But anyway, thanks for listening, listeners. I hope I wasn't too irritating with the bit I was doing this episode. Bullet train! Yeah. It was like a defense mechanism. Oh, I gotta think of a gimmick. Why don't we just talk? Can't we just talk about the episode? Without That's me. what I keep trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> I really just, like, push you to the side. Like, we're doing this. <laughs> uh, mm. Fair enough. But thanks for listening, everybody. It was good to have you. It's good to have me. It's good to have three-way sided battle to the death. Even if they only last three seconds. Uh, yeah, what kind of battle to the death was that? <laughs> I wonder if... I'm gonna. I'll get Did back. Did anyone die? <laughs> Oni <laughs> Muso? No. He's probably coming back later. <laughs> and he won't have a memory. And he'll be their new pet until he remembers everything. He'll be the new Kohaku. Haven't seen him in a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the only person who died was that bandit samurai man that got his clothes stolen in the previous episode. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, uh, Kikio's hope died. Because she realized she would never have Inuyasha ever again. What do you got going on? (laughs) (laughs) Plug what you're doing. The Super (laughs) We've never done this before, ever. (laughs) Uh, No, don't do that. Well, I mean, definitely check out Super S. That is no longer on the Comic Bastards Network, but is its own thing. We have a new kitty cat. Yep. What's its name? Suzu. Yeah, Suzu the... Super S. Neko. Neko-chan. Neko-chan. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, here we go. Here's our outro. Here we go. We got a new song at this point. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm going to guess it's an ABBA MIDI. Dancing Queen's the only ABBA song I know. Yeah, that one's okay. Super Trooper. It's not a movie. <laughs> Super Troopers <laughs> is a movie and a sequel. Yeah. 
The Last Jedi is a Star Wars movie. Rogue One is a Star Wars story. (laughs) (laughs) You've one-upped me again. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody.